0: Welcome to the verse. Oh, yes. This one's for little Bro, who Big Bro ain't come back from the stove yet. Hotep, I'm here for blessings, Sent my direction, no less. This one's for those who don't know they pops not invincible yet. Trick bitches, hoes that don't know just how nasty they are. They out here wearing the same tongue ring. They ain't changed from 10 dicks ago yet. Hopefully, that scope on that AR don't take my focus to places where I put fakers in comas longer than daytime soapers. Any calendar day out Halloween like late October, I'll bury these niggas up under the the devil's playground playtime sofa your bitch fine dog i can't deny it she trying to be my wife on the side i ain't buying it i just step over the ring and hit the bitch like andre yeah. the giant papa used to beat on me often for not being perfect Thought she used to call me tar baby cops taught me that i'd be worthless ooh, mama gave birth to
1: only ooh, one dark child okay that me whoa calm down royce calm down right uh welcome people we are back we are back happy 2019 everybody yes happy 2019 to you leslie like yes good to see you again i all right? know let's get a high five see if people can Yay. hear it they probably couldn't hear okay, that it's fine. That's, that's all good yeah <laughs> don't worry about um, anybody's ears <laughs> exactly we're thoughtful like that so we are back we missed everything for about three weeks we took a little hiatus a Little
2: holiday break a
1: holiday break is okay
2: i'm feeling refreshed though
1: Are you 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 look fantastic? I just want to just get that out the way. Appreciate that. I mean, and um, well, you know how it is over the holidays. Mm -hmm. Uh, We discussed maybe doing something for the holidays, but we're not just like everybody. Like we're gonna wait, let everybody enjoy themselves, and we're gonna come back full ready with content that we want to share. Exactly about hip hop. So if you're a boy, girl, dog, cat. (laughs) okay child adult no matter who you are if you're questioning about hip-hop this is your source um or your resource if you have many of them which you should if you love hip-hop find it anywhere but we want to be one of those people or one of these those couple people that can give you some information yes you know hip-hop appreciation if you will you know, you said it best. Like, we celebrate it, you yeah. know? Um, there are a lot of outlets out there that that are really kind of negative, you know? Yeah. And we're not that. We're not going to give anybody any, like, smoke or, like, we're not going to There troll. may be some hot
2: takes here and there, Well, but with the best of intentions.
1: Yeah, definitely, because we're. I, I like to, like, give myself the the title of a real a uh, student of the culture mm-hmm. you know um and uh i i look at it from an uh you know a a love a place of love that's unconditional right you know and um appreciates the present loves the past and is hopeful for the future so when something new happens if it's dope it's dope you know what i mean yep and it not because just because the old stuff was dope doesn't mean the stuff now isn't dope or the stuff in the future isn't dope right. just because it's different, you know.
2: Speaking of new stuff, why yeah. did you open with that uh, choice of song? What was it, and why did you choose that one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Race <clears throat> to Five Nine. Um, he's been making music for a long time. Yeah, you know, he's, he's from Detroit. Um, not, there's no reason beyond that, like with those reasons. But the reason, main reason, let me get to the main reason. I think he has the best album of 2018. Okay. in my opinion. Out of all the hip hop that I've listened to, and all you know, I listen to it every day. I'm, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm part of it. I am like hip hop. I'm, I'm representation of it. I, 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 his album. There's not one better than it yeah. in my opinion.
2: It was great. He got really personal, which I appreciated. I appreciate any time a rapper, especially one who is so like macho, is vulnerable in their music.
1: <laughs> Introp- yeah, his, his introspective is the term I like to yes, use.
2: Yes, definitely.
1: Uh, his he's he was revealing Mm -hmm. to his life and it seemed authentic yeah
2: exactly Uh, and like i said to you
1: earlier i also didn't know he could sing (laughs) yeah pleasant surprise it it was on top Uh, there's there's a song that um a lot of people will probably like cringe at it it's called cocaine oh yeah that's the song i was talking about (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's just he sings and he does the hook Mm mm-hmm uh, he wrote all of this, all these songs, but he wrote that one, and he actually talks about a, a story that is so real. If if he made it up, good for him, because I'm gonna tell you, there's it sounds so real, like yeah. everything that the story from the beginning to make it to make it rhyme, to make it so aesthetic, um, the way he started the story off as a kid and then and brought it all the way to his life where it was, you know, in the present and how mm-hmm. his father did something for his family you know what i mean yep. and made it sound like it wasn't oh i hate you it was like this is a great thing mm-hmm. like you have a problem and you solved it not it's not about the problem it's like about his experience as a child his just his uh perspective like oh this is all i saw right as a child he kind of didn't know what it was mm-hmm. and then is you know and like
2: and everyone can relate to that on some certain level
1: yeah, you see stuff and your parents like, whoa, don't tell your mom or don't tell your dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I don't like it when that happens. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> because I've been in that situation. And, of course, my daughter is a dry snitch. And she just <laughs> snitches on people. Snitches on her mom. And I'm like, what'd you do that for? Don't tell for this girl, keep her secrets. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm going to tell you, I completely am empathetic to it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm sure... I mean, I felt like that, even though I'm just like, like, like that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. But I've I felt like that. I've been through that. And like you said, like, everybody's gone through something right. where their parents, you know, that when they figure out their parents are human mm-hmm. and this is that, you know. Right. Um, but anyway... I don't want to go too much. I mean, you
2: open with that because we were talking about Project you liked in twenty eighteen. Yeah, because this is not an episode about like best of twenty eighteen. Everyone else does that. We're not doing that. Yeah, just let everybody
1: know touch on it,
2: but we're not doing that kind of episode today.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I forced this in because to be honest, we really were like, do we really want to put this in? Because it's not the title of the show, by the way. We just wanted to. I just wanted to say welcome to twenty nineteen. Yeah, and I wanted to talk to Leslie about my favorite album and then also janelle monet dirty computer Mm -hmm. um she's just a crossover artist i think oh absolutely um but there is a verse i don't know if you've have you heard her album Mm -hmm. you have okay yeah i liked it um django jane Mm -hmm. she raps the whole song right Mm -hmm. it's on fire it's if she wanted to make a whole rap album, like she's just so creative. Yes. Yeah. everything just, about her. She's not gonna be like, boxed in. Yeah, she's, ever. She's not, and and I love that about her. Yeah, she's 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 very bold and strong about all types of opinions. When she came out, not really came out, just told people about where her sexual preference is. Right. All those things. She was just like, I do what I want. Like, what are you going right. to do?
2: Exactly. It's
1: nobody's business. It's just whatever. Yeah. And she did, if I, I just to tell you, so what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she was unapologetic about it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. So next time I can afford tickets to go see her and it's not like in a place with like 50,000 seats, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm probably going to try to go do that. That'd be,
2: that'd be fun. <laughs> I enjoyed Anderson Pax's album.
1: Oh yeah. Oxnard was
2: solid. Oxnard was great. People like didn't like it as much as like malibu and venice which i can see
1: but i personally loved it i like malibu more mm-hmm. but oxnard have far more aged songs i think those yeah. songs will last longer
2: definitely and his collaborations were
1: crazy it's mostly because of that collaboration yeah. like the one with snoop dogg snoop
2: dogg and q-tip yeah
1: q-tip was oh yeah i did have to listen to it when you told me yeah. That. yeah
3: yeah 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 and you so,
2: mentioned mac in there mac miller rest mm-hmm, in peace mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was great because we all know how close
1: they were yeah the, I you know the thing is they they made a really good song
3: on,
4: mm-hmm. on
1: I think it was Venice or maybe it was Malibu was that on Malibu I don't know it was on a mixtape I think too it was on one of Max but
2: mm-hmm. anyway you can
1: find that song it's a popular one oh
2: yeah um, that uh, losing you right
1: yeah mm-hmm. such a good song uh, yeah I love that song yeah um and yeah you got to mention that And he shows respect to that to you know admiration to him which is important I think mm-hmm. um,
2: Queen Cardi came out too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not in my top five. Or I mean, 10 it's anywhere. not in my top
2: five, but it's something
1: that was huge.
2: Huge. Yeah. You
1: have to. Car- but Cardi, it. I like Cardi as an artist. I think that, you like we talked about before, she's been given a narrative yeah. that might not be fair to her. Mm-hmm. I think she's way more versatile than what people are making her into this sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And I think she's just uniquely her. And I, I think she's just taking it because, you know what I mean? She needs a check. She, you know, not needs a check. I don't know what she needs, mm-hmm. but I just know that she's capitalizing on the attention. Right. And it's hard not to as an artist, you know what I mean? Uh so I I like I like her as as a like when she came out with her music, when she mm-hmm. came out, I thought it was fire.
2: Yeah, I mean her know? album was definitely very commercial. Oh it was. I mean it, but that's what you want, right? Like Yeah.
1: <laughs> for her debut and her for her to be on like late night shows and stuff like that exactly. and her to get all these you know, and From
2: she, Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, from the strip club to love and hip hop to mm-hmm. this. So I mean, that's what I'm
1: saying. And it's not really about the music; it's just about the the, the rise. image and the, her 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 ability. narrative, like yeah. you said. Her 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 story is is really dope. Yeah, you know. Um, and she also she has a line on like uh, what's that? Fashion over or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very so
2: impressive, and it's. just such great branding the synergies
1: yeah <laughs> are very impressive so, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I like her um i i can't go i, I wanna, we're gonna get into what this you know what we're really here to do today yeah but i gotta shout out saba's album of because course. i thought it was Shot Town. gotta do it of course Love it. and you know whew, that logout song with mm-hmm. with chance is incredible yep. yeah I, I think the sound that they make together when they're together is like it's hard to be yeah, you know what I they mean they represent well yeah I, I do think that he was a little slow
2: but I think he but just but I mean Saba lost yeah. John Walt and that had to change a lot so yeah. I would I was expecting anything who was else? He? John Walt John Walt yeah tell everybody who that is his cousin I believe yeah. also part of Pivot Gang okay who was murdered um Know, was it in twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen I'm not sure, okay, but either way, obviously that takes you to a dark place
1: yeah I remember when out um what's the other rapper that that lost a close friend and made black Beatles, um Joey badass mm-hmm. um he almost like didn't rap anymore, right, and that would have been awful for the game like for mm-hmm. for the culture because right. he's contributed so much, and when he lost his friend, you know, there was some dark songs on on um his uh album. Not the Joey Bad not the first one, but the paper. What is it? I don't remember <laughs> that. But... but yeah, he had the song, um, the sad song that he had on there was uh, Black Beatles. Mm-hmm. So you can easily find that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he lost his friend. You no, know, a lot of a lot of rappers have lost people that you know they've allowed it to flow through them through their art. Mm-hmm. And it's you know I just say thank you for it. Like T.I. did it too. And, you know that I really appreciate
2: from artists. Yeah. Um the last the last album of 2018 I mentioned is Pusha T. Oh yeah. King Push. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Pusha T, man, it was beautiful. I mean his You mean the one with the,
1: the the dirty bathroom on the cover? Yeah, that was a problem. I mean, <laughs> that was that was I mean, who was that? Winnie Houston's Whitney bathroom.
2: Winnie Houston's bathroom which a picture that he just bit ap- off of the appreciate Kanye market. paid A lot of money for that picture. I believe it. But wouldn't, you know, support Chicago kids,
1: but whatever. Man. We man, we you know Kanye, you gotta come back to us one day. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm grateful for what he's done. Those the first work on that album
2: was amazing. Yeah, I won't go to Kanye rant about his discography because we do that and we do it over and over again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the work he did on Push's album was great. Not his album, not so much. But <laughs> Push was great. The, yeah, the uh,
1: narrative was really there.
2: I don't care that he's still doing drug rap. I think he's still good at it.
1: Uh, first and, of all, he's very explicit like he's he's he his diction is is on top yeah. like the way he uh expresses himself mm-hmm. uh you can feel the inflection right. it's it's his words are tasty his word, if choice. i could put it a certain way cuz when he did nostalgia mm-hmm. with with Kendrick Lamar like he mm-hmm. oh my
2: god and just like even oh. his like puns and punchlines like wait I, a second it, that was a punchline <laughs> yes.
1: so yeah and um so yeah i'm with that i'm with that yeah I, I really really dug his his album but um i didn't put it in my top but i did see what he did do uh he did make the 1800 seconds mixtape mm-hmm. which uh came out a few days before new years um and uh Eighteen hundred, of course, tequila like backed it, mm-hmm. and he get the money, get the money, yeah, you feel me. And eighteen hundred seconds—the album, uh, this mixtape—is eighteen hundred seconds, mm-hmm. and it's by every uns- every artist on there is unsigned. Nice. So, it, you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard of eighteen hundred seconds, I'm plugging it a little bit just because a lot of the music on there is good, mm-hmm. and um, we're not gonna be able to play it, but um, there's about it's 18 so that's like um uh, it's 30 minutes long mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and it's like about nine ten tracks um maybe a little more a few more and it's just really good you know it's what dope. i mean um guys that you never heard of mm-hmm. you might be on their soundcloud you know what i mean cuz right. they got to have a soundcloud nowadays. Mm-hmm. you know but these artists, they got some really good songs. So anyway, oh. yeah, I'm with you on that. So right. that's one thing I do like about Push, Pusha T, like he don't forget people, man. He, he seems like he's he's keeping the soul over there at good music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, so enough of that.
2: Yes, but what we are actually here to discuss today.
1: <laughs> Which I'm excited about. Um, we were talking about sophomore slumps, right? Yeah. Actually you brought it up. Yeah. You said so the title. Beating the sophomore slump.
2: Yeah. Because the sophomore slump is like this notion that artists who have like really great debut albums have a hard time following it up with like their second album, like the sophomore album. I <sighs> know. It's usually like not as classic or as amazing as the first one. Or even the expectations are just different. True that too. They're pretty high and it's, it's hard to meet that. Like, or even if you don't like, for example, like Nas mm-hmm. and Illmatic, like that was his first album and that is considered like a classic album. Mm-hmm. And even though technically it was written sold more than Illmatic. Right. Illmatic people, is the one that people remember.
1: More more, notar, more notarized. It's exactly. Like people, so it's like,
2: that's a sophomore slump.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, risen, it was written to me is a sophomore slump. It is. Um, Even
2: though it's so more, it's crazy. Yeah. Just be, because of the associations. Because of the hype. Yeah. And,
1: but, you know, artists, just like I'm talking about painters as well. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Some of the greatest artists that we know, you know, only have one really great mm-hmm. painting and everything else kind of follows the line of that first one. Right. Not everybody can be like... Jay-Z beyonce <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then just keep pushing 20 years down the line you right. know mm-hmm. um and uh and I I just appreciate artists that can get one out one project yeah. out and it'd be great mm-hmm. I mean uh if you're you know anybody that just has has one great album and I'm just like cool if you don't make another good one I'm not gonna I'm not going to poo poo you so to speak, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to be like, "Oh, you know, this this artist isn't that great because he, he's a one album or one hit wonder." No, it's mm-hmm. you know. So we're talking about these artists that um that may have even had a better mm-hmm. sophomore album than the first one. Yeah. And there are artists that that believe it or not that get better like from mm-hmm. one to two. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard, man. Um so uh the f- like so the first one that we have to we have to say something about. Yeah.
2: Um We're not gonna play because we play them pretty much every week. And but... we talk about them every week because we love them. <laughs> we love them. Classic group. Yes. I mean if you don't like them, I'm really curious as
1: to what you're doing with your life. <laughs> yeah, like like even if you don't like hip hop, like you know who these yeah. people are. It's
2: a tribe called quest. Thank you. Yes, yeah, like <laughs> again. Yeah.
1: And um while the low end theory is one of their greatest projects, but you really can't rank them yeah. because they're. When we went over
2: the, <laughs> the discography and we were like, uh, oh, "All these are amazing. All these have like smash singles. I know, I, and even the B sides were great." Yeah. So it's hard, but I mean, their first album was "People's Instinctive Travels and Passive Rhythm," mm-hmm. which is great, but low end theory came and just like catapulted them
1: yeah and and some of my research like uh, complex came up and i love complex mm-hmm. um they ranked them number two yeah out of 50 mm-hmm. you know of the greatest sophomore albums in hip-hop do you history. know who the number one was do you remember oh um the number one was um public enemy okay yeah. um just because they embody hip-hop mm-hmm <laughs> yeah and i like public enemy i just do not i i personally like like we said like this is a personal thing it's mm-hmm. not i'm not taking any authoritative role mm-hmm. in saying that these are the best sophomore albums right it's what we like <laughs> right and us like like i said like i think i'm like i see myself as a, a student of the culture i see you as mm-hmm. a student of the culture and a, a representative of the culture every time you or i go somewhere and if you ask me something, uh, this is what I think based on right. my knowledge base and my experience and my ears. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I definitely would put Tribe 1 if mm-hmm. I had to rank them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, we're yeah. not going to feature any tracks, though, because we play them every nope. episode. So. <laughs> and we have others that we
2: kind of referenced in the past, too, so we're also not going to play them.
1: Yeah, so like Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Um Wu-Tang is hard to, hard to grasp because people see them individually mm-hmm. more than they see them as a collective. Right. Um, and, they're, and these are collective albums. Um, uh, their entire discography is under five. Mm-hmm. But they—under uh, five albums. But that Wu-Tang Forever was the second to 36 Chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, 36 Chambers was a great debut with Cream, which is still a, a major classic that gets so much publishing. I'm nowadays. in
2: business school, so I say that weekly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you walk into the walk into the class what up players cream baby cream I mean you said we take the culture with us everywhere I, you know it, including the classroom man I want to be a pencil on a desk in that in that <laughs> classroom and just like here you walk in and like oh my god hey Leslie queen motherfuckers you okay. know I don't think you're gonna go not that exactly far. like that also, You know, but- okay
2: okay
1: <laughs> uh, Okay, am I, am I not am your I going a little too
2: far? Okay, what other albums? Do you <laughs> have?
1: But but Cash rules everything around me. Well, you know that is a very you know true we live uh, in acronym. A capitalist
2: society. so yeah. yeah.
1: Then, of course, one of my personal favorite, um, a group that should be in your top five all time might not be in your top five, but Outkast, and you I'm know, I'm judging you if Outkast is not your top
2: five groups i mean honestly there's not even that many to choose from yeah so honestly i guess isn't your top three yeah I'm okay a lot of i'm questions.
1: with you on that and i mean that is whew, careful because i might get jump into the top five we might not get through this but i'm not gonna do yeah, that right now yeah that. nope <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think at aliens came out uh in 90 whew, i feel like it was 96 or 97 um around the same time that the wu-tang uh, Forever came out, uh-huh. and it still rocked the house. Like like, um, man, uh, Southern playlist had like funky music definitely didn't sell more. Um, I've got to look up how what the sales were, but mm-hmm. ATL-ing had a lot of hype behind it. Um, and a lot of people kind of dissed it too. Really? Yeah. Um, I just remember because they were not yet at that point because that was right before... Equimini, mm-hmm. you know, and they and then Equimini kind of, like, pumped them to, like, a little bit more pop. And then Stanconia was just like, okay, St- you guys like, are Yo, A-pop.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, but ATLians they were still, like, 100% Georgia-grown, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They had just started uh, just kind of, like, it, you know, being a little more expressive about how unique they were, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they had great songs on there, like, uh, of course, uh, was that elevators? Me mm-hmm. and you, your, your mom and your cousin, cousin too. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh my god. And then I know Jazzy Bell. Um, I really liked the song. I thought it was thoughtful, but at that time, the words they used, um, it's just another kind of you know, flaw that we have in hip hop sometimes because we have so much bravado and so much machizo mm-hmm. to where we end up like giving this narrative. To women you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and sometimes it just doesn't give it like takes away like a lot of liberty you know a a lot of uh i don't know just puts them puts them in a light no matter what because so you gotta be i think we have to be careful about how we express certain things but they are being expressing it honestly so i i definitely still applaud it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um it's like talking about women without talking to women Thank you. I meant yeah. to ask you that. Just kind of like <laughs> I just did. You know what I mean? I just kind of did that. I mean, not, not, in, not blatantly like that, mm-hmm. but I just said that, you know, how I feel about it. But yeah, just looking tell looking at me. the
2: writers of that song. Tell me. And yeah. it is Andre Benjamin.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course. And Tom Patton. Of course.
2: Patrick Brown. <sighs> Raymond Gray.
1: Mm-hmm. Rico Wade. Of course. And, and, you know, it's the Dungeon Family mm-hmm. and Al- Outcast. Cal- it's yes. th- the three Dungeon Family members in Outcast. Right. Not one woman on there. Right. Like, in which it's, is
2: like fine, I get it, but run it, run it past some women, right? You know, but it's also a different time now, true. So, I feel like people would be more receptive to those ideas today
1: versus in the 90s. I think in the 90s they, I mean, and the thing is, the song wasn't crazy offensive no, like wasn't. that. it
2: wasn't. I mean, have you ever heard Doggy Style album?
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> and all the women that sing it.
2: <laughs> I love
1: Ain't No Fun. I, I know, hate I myself for it
3: so much. Every
1: time that song comes on, I look around and see which <laughs> women are singing it. And you know, on the IG, I was singing I, we were on a crazy, like I had some friends in uh-huh. over, over the holiday and um, uh, the, over New Year's. Mm-hmm. And we went to, like, Stash, which is a dope bar in Long Beach, Mm -hmm. and that song came on, and there was girls, like, in the IG shot, like, singing that song. When I met you last (laughs) night, baby. I'm like whoa that's
2: why i appreciated mariah carey so much she remade that well she did a remix to heartbreaker using that instrumental thank you and then the brat and missy elliot like had verses on there where they mm-hmm. kind of like flipped corrupts verse mm-hmm. which i really appreciate I'm like okay maybe i can like make this work and i love that version too and snoop's on it too or snoop's in the video
1: of course they, they gotta you know i think and that's like you said before i, I think a lot of these um artists aren't their intention is not to say that women are this way mm-hmm. I think that we I think some of the writers and some of the observers are like well this is offensive to me and this is what you're doing mm-hmm. and those guys are just unapologetic because they're like this has happened in my life right you know exactly. what I mean and I'm not saying because I have a mama you know what they say I have a mama I have a sister mm-hmm. and I'm not it shouldn't not... take
2: that though it should take just being you know
1: yeah. human yeah I, yeah, I think so <laughs> I know, man. We're just. Like the R. Kelly documentary has been happening oh, this week. Yes.
2: And I'm just like, gosh, like. Thank I you,
1: 2019, it. for starting the year off <laughs> with the, the R. Kelly.
2: No, but I mean, we're getting closer and closer to canceling him for real. I have been all about muting R. Kelly for a while. Mm-hmm. um But just some certain songs, I'm like, man. And I I'm... really love these songs, but <sighs> I know that they were written yeah. about. 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old Or about his
1: experience. The predator part of it is really what bothers me because that mentality mm-hmm. is a problem for the planet, you yeah. know, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so him being a predator on on women... Uh,
2: Young black girls in particular. Well, women of color, because in the documentary, he had some Latino women in there too. Mm-hmm.
1: And And... and He's just capitalized. That's what a predator does. Mm-hmm. They take, they find the weakness, and they just go in. That's
2: so many wonderful memories tied oh. to so many of his songs. We're fr-
1: we're from Chicago. We from step. Chicago. We
2: step. Yeah, to well, his. You yeah. know,
1: that's the <laughs> hardest one to let go. Yeah,
2: it's just it's difficult. But I mean,
1: but the truth R. Is, R. is, is that you don't want to patronize or, exactly. the, pet- the predator. And every or time reason. you play the music, Girls he's getting paid.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I just I can't do it.
1: Yeah. So we we have to be bigger, and 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 that's why I was like. Not doing it. Like, mm-hmm. literally like. <laughs> she went. It's like, how do you turn this off? Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, no. I was at my friend's wedding over the summer, and I didn't want to go DJ and be like, cut this off. But I definitely sat down. Yeah, and everyone's like, you were having a good time. I yeah. was like, until I heard this. Yeah, I, I protest. Like, I'm not that. Straight going up to. I can't enjoy this you any can, of it.
1: And you can only do your own little part. you yep. know what I'm saying. You can't go over and take over the whole planet and say like, oh, Yo, you guys all need to stop this. Right. We all we all can only do our part together. We can be leaders in our own space. That's why
2: I commended <laughs> Spotify for their for their efforts.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. They, Tell me what they did. I didn't know.
2: They took R. Kelly off of their promoted playlist. Smart. So they didn't pull his music off the platform completely, but they did pull him. Like, they weren't advertising his music or anything. Right. Um, other artists complained, though, saying, like, you know, if you, where's the line? And mm. it's not your business, basically. So they eventually caved, which really disappointed me. Because mm. I'm like, this is this is the vital you want to fight? <sighs> but... I
1: wonder what artists though.
2: I... One of them, we're actually this is actually a great segue. Mm, Okay, what we got? One of them was unfortunately Kendrick Lamar. Okay, yeah, interesting. He he said that if you guys decide to meet R. Kelly, I'm like pulling my music from the platform too. Oh wow. Yeah, because he wanted to, and but I mean, I don't know if it was because of R. Kelly or maybe his history extension. Like, they did the same for him too because he also had some allegations of abuse. Okay. against him, and so I'm not sure which one he was, like, taking for, but either way... You know, there there, it, there
1: has to be some type of um, ethical line mm-hmm. that has to be drawn because a lot of people... We we do have a... In America, we have a kind of skewed view on what a privilege is. Mm-hmm. We all know that, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, most white folks don't know they're privileged. Right. Which is very weird.
2: But they're being but, confronted about it now, which I...
1: Which is great, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and some that I know have... Are going through a tough time with it mm-hmm. you know and then i appreciate them for like seeing it head on um but uh if you're gonna it's, it it just hasn't gone it hasn't reached out of the public domain yet mm-hmm. where it's affecting like you know our teachers or our our or, or city workers or our leaders mm-hmm. like that that are in that are helping us like with our kids every day or helping us with our health every day mm-hmm. you know what i mean those people might have some of the same (laughs) issues, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or be from the same, cut from the same cloth. And, um, and I think that, uh, I don't know where he's coming from because I haven't read it. Mm -hmm. But if I was going to try to empathize with his perspective, um, I would think that he's just saying, well, if you're cutting this person off and you're not cutting, and everybody else isn't being cut off, like he's just, I think he's just trying to like stand for the art because, he just feels like it gives them too much power.
2: My th- issue was they didn't pull his music from the platform completely. They, didn't they just stop didn't promote it. advertising it. it. Which yeah. is not
1: bad. They should be able to do that.
2: Right. Exactly. Okay. And so that was my issue. But, you know, yeah, I understand I know. it's a business.
1: Yeah, man. It's well, you're right about the segue. The best K Dot. Because K Dot has um, mutually, like, one of our favorite. Um, sophomore albums and
2: honestly all three of his albums are great like he has not missed
1: no he yeah and that's the thing i do know that but for a sophomore effort every i think it was a, a really great listen for me absolutely um, i do sophomore album being to pimp a butterfly two pimp a butterfly the mm. first album though i still like it more
2: you know i read this on um i think it was Various my brother's blog And I was like, this is so true. Like, Good Kid, Mad City was an album that you can, like, play over and over again. And it's hilarious. It it slaps. Like, it's great. But then, To Be a Butterfly is like a piece of art that you hang up and you admire it.
1: Like, I still have the disc. So, yeah, I understand. You have to to keep it. You have
2: to keep it and you have to digest it.
1: And I think you're right about that. It's one of those albums that can you'll listen to it later and be like, wow, I'm glad I'm this still listening to it. This is amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's really, really deep. And, and you're right. Um, if These Walls Could Talk, when I first heard it, mm-hmm. I mean, I listened to it and it didn't sink in. Yeah. And now when I listen to it, it's like, it's a vibe.
2: I mean, that whole album was just so black. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that. And then we discussed it before, the Solange album were out at the same time. We were just like was this what it was like to be around in the 60s and <laughs> the Black Power movement? Like, And, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, there was just so much thought and artistry put into this album. Was, yeah yeah. Um, he the wasn't skits. going for the pop vibe with um, To Pimp Butterfly. Mm-hmm. He was going straight for, like I said, the art, yeah. which I... And I, it comes through. Um, but this... But yeah, these walls are those, the song that makes me want to dance. It's probably one of the lighter-sounding songs. Wasn't oh, I, like, on there? Yes.
1: I is, is another... Because mm-hmm. I, I think he had an interview uh, um on one of those uh, either Hot 97 or, or Breakfast Club or something when he said that he was just getting back to the soul. Mm-hmm. Like, and he wanted to find a way to incorporate his parents music into his, you know because it always is in there yeah but he I
2: sampled Asley brothers here
1: right that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like he he was like with that song with with the whole album he Mm -hmm. said he just he you know he has a real good perspective in saying that like kind of like the one i take like not much has changed we just swept a lot on the rug and pretended it didn't Mm -hmm. change you know with when it comes to like us expressing ourselves and self-love and things like that Mm -hmm. and i think uh, he was kind of just getting it with that but,
2: and these walls. I love the video too because, like, at a house party, people are like dancing on the walls with their red cups. I'm like, this is exactly yeah. what I think of yeah. when I hear this song. So hopefully, your listeners do too. <laughs>
3: But your flood can be misunderstood. Walls telling me they full of pain, resentment. Need someone to live in. I'm just to relieve tension. Me, I'm just a tenant. Landlord said the wall vacant more than a minute. The wall are vulnerable. Exclamation! Interior pink, color coordinated. I interrogated every nook and cranny. I mean, it's still amazing. Before they couldn't stand me. These walls wanna cry tears. These walls happier when I'm here. These walls never could hold up. Every time I come around, demolition might. Push. These walls can talk. I can feel oh. your rain when it cries. Gold lives inside of you. Those these can talk. I love it when I am live. I love it when it I am live. The Wall can talk. They tell me to go deep. Yelling at me continuously. I can see your defense mechanism is my decision. Knock these walls down. That's my religion. Wall feeling like they're ready to close in. Suffocate, they catch my second wind I resonate in these walls I don't know how long I could wait in these walls I've been on the streets too long Looking at you from the outside Then they sing the same old song About how they was Always the cleanest, I beg to differ I must have missed them, I'm not involved I'd rather diss them, I'd rather call on oh, you, put your wall up Cause when I come around, demolition go I can feel Talk to tell you it's too late. Your destiny accepted your fate. Throw the accessories and stash them with the yard. Take the recipe, the Bible, and God. Wall telling you that commissary is low. Race was happening, no calling CO. No calling your mother to save you. Homies to say you're irreparable, not acceptable. Your behavior, sent me the board like a killer that turned snitch. Walls is telling me you're pray for pills, hoping the warden would afford them that sentence so important walls telling you to listen to sing about me retaliation strong you even dream about me kill my homeboy and god spiritual your life dumb criminal got indicted same night so when you play the song rewind the first verse about me abusing my power so you can hurt? about me and her in the shower whenever she on you about me her at the, at the hours of the morning about her baby daddy currently serving life and how she think about you until we meet up at night about the only
1: girl cared about you when you asked her and how she known the feeling Anna Wise and Thundercat yeah he put a whole plethora of of greatness That's on that song. It sounds like that because Bilal, just starting off with that, mm-hmm.
2: Bilal, <laughs> whose voice just just amazing.
1: Soul sister, yeah, great song.
2: And his range is just it's wild. Yeah, like Prince loved Bilal. That tells you something. Prince did not like male singers. No, he didn't. He was very open about that. Mm-hmm. So for him to be such a fan of Bilal is like speaks a lot to his talent. Um,
1: but Bilal, I think. Uh, he was one of those artists that could have been like up there mm-hmm. as a major star if he had decided to either I don't wanna say sell out, but just more so Yeah,
2: his music is not really mainstream. Like And it's not I think it's because be. it's still his
1: music. Yeah. I don't I think he wanted he he's just that town to say, I'm doing it this way and I'm gonna be okay because mm-hmm. he can do shows and people will go see him. Yeah, for sure. I've seen his stuff sold yeah, out me too. and it's, um
2: He's got like a cult following.
1: Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And they're all our age. Like, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm a little older, but you know. What I mean. <laughs> they're all your I don't age. Email my age. <laughs> <laughs> would oh. not be
2: the first if we didn't make one of diary for being old. Quote unquote.
1: I, <laughs> I love it. All right. So, uh, moving on. <laughs> Anna Wise. I don't know who she is necessarily. Can you give me any info to her? Her voice sounds great on her. She's there. an amazing singer. Yeah. Um, Thundercat. Love Thundercat. Yeah. He has this song called Changes. Whoa. He's them Changes. He's like He's like, Where did my heart go? <laughs> did I leave it on the floor? I just love that. Like he's like, You somebody came and stole his heart. Mm-hmm. I r- relate to that all the time because yeah, my I heart mean... gets stolen all the time.
2: <laughs> hopeless romantic, you yeah. oh, I'm hopeless romantic. I'm just joking. Um But just, next it's... up we have <clears throat> another Legend. We opened up talking about legends and
1: a top greatest.
2: Who was unfortunately not here with us anymore.
1: Unfortunately, the late Biggie Smalls. The album Who only
2: had two albums.
1: When he was alive.
2: Yes, he was yeah. alive. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not counting all the remix albums. I know. That that everything
1: else they put pieced and put together yes. from like songs that he just randomly did in the studio one day. Right. And freestyles Those don't count. And... <laughs> yeah. Um Ready to Die was his
2: debut album. And Ready Life After die. Death was a sophomore album.
1: And I think they were equally as good.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Life or Death was a double CD, though, which was ex- and so much content. And it's hard to have, like, an amazing double disc.
1: Yes, it is. There's only a few people that have ever done it right. in hip-hop. Which is why Biggie is one of the greatest. Exactly. To ever do it. I think they had to do it because Tupac did it. Just, just, a, little, <laughs> just a little slight. You know what I'm saying? Because Tupac did it while he was live, and, you know, he died after. But mm. that's also a great one. Yeah. So, um, it's still but, so eerie, though. like biggie being outside of his casket
2: on the life after death album it's so died. weird yeah
1: yeah but you don't murdered murdered he, no these people were yeah, right. definitely murdered yeah that's a murder dude
2: yeah i don't like to say died like do you I'm i mean because it
1: came out before he died like actually like a week before mm-hmm. he he was doing a party
2: yeah and hypnotized was like blowing up the
1: charts mm-hmm. and then he went to a party it's like march Died on March 9th. I think March 1st or 2nd was when mm-hmm. it was hitting the charts like crazy. Yep. And he was in, uh, where well, he died in LA, didn't he? Yep. And it was at a party just that week. The party, right? Mm-hmm. And then just hit by a gang fire type thing. Mm-hmm. But it was had to be a hit. Yeah. I just think so. Oh, absolutely.
2: Um, I don't think that
1: part's debated. So, uh, yeah, Life After Death. Okay. There were two songs that we were, we were trying to. Add to our playlist for Honestly,
2: this Honestly, like, I can't choose a favorite from okay. that album. Like, I just can't. Okay. But my top three are... Oh, just... Oh, I'm Sky frustrated because... Limit. Well, no, I'm frustrated because I had four that I really liked. One okay. of them I had to knock out because it featured that disgusting man from Chicago that we talked about.
1: Oh, I know! I'm going to tell you about that. <laughs> I have a story. I'm so glad that you brought that up. My mom... I broke my cousin's tape and CD when yeah. she heard that song. I was jamming it's it. Disgusting. Man, I'm gonna tell you, we and when you think about him singing it, it's disgusting. That's, that's what I'm saying. But when you think about anybody else is singing it as melodically, you're like, man, this is dope. Just to be honest, because now we have to imagine the person you have to think about nowadays. Who is he
2: singing it to? Like, right.
1: That's the problem.
2: <laughs> I'm so, so upset.
1: The funny thing is I haven't listened to that song yeah. since. It's mm. been years. And yeah. when we even when when I was going over this. I was like, that's the song that I love. <sighs> yeah.
2: Because it just sounds so great. I know. Because, I mean, even, even the lyrics, the biggest part was troubling, too. Yeah. Some say the X, like... Eh,
1: yeah, it makes it expect. If she's on drugs,
2: is she really consenting? That's the date rape drug, technically. Yeah, so yes. that whole song is problematic, so it had to go.
1: Yeah, it had to go. Now, um, yeah, it had to go, 100%. I was in Chicago 1995 when that song came out, mm-hmm. and I was a mere little boy when I was listening to that Mm -hmm. and my mom's like what do you listen to oh I'm just listening to like you know that guy Mm -hmm. and she's like oh really oh okay let me hear and she puts it on I'm like I don't remember because I've only heard the radio version Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and she was like looks at me and I've never seen like her turn like darker in her eyes (laughs) like it was like a bird box moment like
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> eyes
1: turn black like oh my god like and yeah. then she just rips everything apart as she should have because she's a good mother <laughs> and i don't blame her for that actually yeah. um now nowadays i'll probably handle it a little bit differently uh but i mean that's a gut reaction and there's nothing and that you know and that you know what the thing is she didn't break me mm-hmm. so it wasn't like she had right turned like physically altercation like mm-hmm. when it's something serious she just breaks it because she's like and then she says oh you know what you're not listening to this you know smut <laughs> yeah i mean she didn't use those words but those That's are very is. poignant yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i mean and uh given who the person is singing it yeah we can't do it
2: yeah, yeah. but my other ones were notorious thugs notorious thugs yes thugs will always have a special place in my heart which i grew up in Chicago. But I'm, I'm with, I'm with you on
1: that that they have to be featured on a future episode
2: yeah for, you know, sure. for sure um so there's that and then Sky's the Limit. Love a great positive song. Sky's the
1: Limit is so good.
2: The ending, the last phrase of that Should song. I protect my positive. position, my
4: corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand. Put money in my mom's hands. Get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid. Only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, Sky's the Limit. Motherfucker.
2: Fun fact about Ten Crack Commandments. Oh. Oh. Premier ahead. made that song for Angie Martinez. Oh, cool. Angie Martinez, who I love. I've read her book twice. I think she's amazing. Um, she needed an intro song for her new radio show. And Premier was like, oh, like here's this beat. Like You can use this one. Big Herdent was like, I want that. And he ate it up. And Ten Crack Commandments was born. Whew. Yep. Man. Angie is pivotal to the culture. She did the artist thing. She talked about it in her book too, where she's just like, "Yeah, I didn't." She's like, "I knew this wasn't me."
1: It wasn't. So I it mean, she's constructed.
2: Yeah. So when I say she's built to the culture, I don't mean as an MC. I mean as a personality. For sure. Even her pock tapes.
1: Yeah. Are like legendary. Okay. But... I have to. I have to really dig into her. I've always listened to her, mm-hmm. like her her interviews, yeah. which I like. That's what I'm talking about. Love like, her interviews. Like when she did one with J. Cole, she did just recently, mm-hmm. but just over the years before him. You know what I mean? Um, she strikes
2: the perfect balance of being like friends with the artist, but still being able to have them open up on the mic as an interviewer.
1: Yeah, being able to ask the hard questions.
2: Exactly. Yeah, And without it sounding
1: like a gotcha moment, <laughs> which is really difficult to do as a journalist. I just want to play the song 10 crack command 10 crack commandments uh dj Premier produced it bad boy entertainment without further ado one two three four five
4: six seven eight nine uh, it's the 10 crack commandments uh. Uh. man can't tell me nothing about this coat can't tell me nothing about this crack this weed my hustling niggas uh on the corner. I ain't forget you niggas My triple B, yeah. niggas
0: uh-huh.
3: I've
4: been in this game for years It made me an animal It's rules to this shit I wrote me a manual A step by step booklet for you to get Your game on track Not your wig pushed back Rule number uno Never let no one know How much dough you hold Cause you know that to breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up Get your ass stuck up Number two Never let them know your next move Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence Take it from your Uh huh. I done squeezed mad clips at these cats for they bricks and chips Number three Never trust nobody Your moms set that ass up Properly gassed up eat the masked up For that fast buck uh-huh. She be laying in the bushes to light that ass up Number four Know you heard this before this rule is so underrated, keep your family and business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch, find yourself in serious shit. Number eight, eight. Uh-huh. never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. Number nine, nine should've been number one to me. If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck from police. Uh-huh. If niggas think you snitching, they ain't trying to listen. They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting. Number ten, a strong word called consignment. Strictly For live men, not for freshmen. Uh If you ain't got the clientele, say Uh hell no, cause they gon' want their money, rain sleep, hell slow follow these rules you'll have mad bread to break uh-huh. up if not 24 years on the wake up uh, slug hit your temple watch your frame shake up caretaker did your makeup when you pass your girl fucked my man Jacob. heard in three weeks she sniffed the whole half a cake up heard she suck a good
1: dick a hook a whoa oh, okay easy biggie okay biggie <laughs> you can stop now <laughs>
2: we were like where can we, we- pause and start talking <laughs> again it's like wow Big was really
3: spitting on. Yeah, his song. He, you
1: know, it's almost <laughs> like. Uh, have you heard that? Uh, have you seen that video um, of him just going off with uh, a DJ Grandmaster? Fly, not Grandmaster. Was it a performance or at a radio? No, it was on a radio show.
2: I think I know what you're talking about. It was, you know what
1: I'm talking about, right? What's his name? But that was. It was. He just was going off. Mm-hmm. I forgot the video, but I mean, he's just. Before the internet, like before the they were putting it on YouTube. Before YouTube, mm-hmm. it's when they were just like had the little, you know, camcorder on mm-hmm. there, and he just was nonstop. Yep. Oh, it was it was it was beautiful. I was like, dang man. Moving on past the legend that is Biggie into Ti. Now, this was a personal one. Um, I think uh, Ti had he had already been doing his thing for a while. um, you know, he kind of married into the game, you know, being married to um, Tiny uh, from... Escape. Escape. Who, yes. honestly, <laughs> Escape was great. They
2: like, were great, and they could all sing. They like, people were... forget because the lead singer was such a powerhouse. She was. But it's like, they all could actually sing. Like, they weren't yeah. just like, oh, cute girls there to look at. Like, no. Yeah.
1: And, and Tiny was kind of the hook girl that kind of kept the melody going, yeah. like, through a bridge. And, and candy was, had
2: the cool vibe
1: oh, oh man and it was
2: like a writer too so
1: yeah, yeah they were great. escape was solid and um and the thing is you know he made a song he made an album called i'm serious uh that came out when i was in college like 2001. Mm-hmm. um and you know he was he had a vibe going on but everybody saw him as just gangster rapper kind of like you know unsigned underground definitely hype. local right yeah definitely because i was in birmingham alabama so you know, being mm-hmm. close to Atlanta, because you know, I didn't hear
2: about Ti until trap music. That's when I learned about I'm Serious. Because I did my research and went back. I didn't know that trap music was his wasn't his debut album.
1: You know, the first time that you would the first time trap was even used was with Dungeon Family, mm-hmm. like way back when, um, like ninety one, ninety two, with like, you know, uh, when with Outkast's mm-hmm. first album when they used trap. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh. Actually, it was more like, also, uh, uh, it was all Dungeon Family. They are the only ones that really <laughs> used the, mm-hmm. the term. Because everybody else that was popular in Atlanta was like Jermaine Dupree and everybody else, yeah. to Brad and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, But um, I'm Serious came out. Nobody listened to it. We would hear little, little bits of it. It wasn't great. Um, I don't have any favorite songs off of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Trap Music came out and it was uh, 24s, the uh, mm-hmm. Cause I, I, and, 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 and I'm gonna tell you something, I didn't like it.
2: Oh, I loved that song.
1: You know, I what I liked about it was what happened when it came on in a bar or a club, yeah, because the bass was so rocking on it. Boom, I boom. couldn't
2: go to a bar or club at that point in my life.
1: Oh, yeah, it was not new, legally. Oh, you were, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> let's not do any dry snitching on yourself. Oh,
2: okay. no, I didn't. <laughs> I have Nigerian parents, I definitely, oh, yeah, I know, yeah.
1: I was 21, <laughs> I, I made 21. Um, when this album was released, that was my 21st year of life. You know what I'm saying? It was 2003. Um, it was a sad year for me, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, you know, lost a friend. I, you know, a lot of things happened. But this T.I. music, it was like, this trap music came out and I was like, man, hold on. He he actually is lyrical because yeah. that money and then also a the song with uh, Bone Crusher. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's never the first scared. time I ever saw T.I. Yeah, most people, that's their first time. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, T.I. got on a Bone Crusher song. Okay, yeah. he might be on the come up. You know what I mean?
2: And then look at it now. Where's Bone Crusher?
1: <laughs> and T.I. is everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, he's amazing, actually. He's yeah. standing for a lot of great stuff now. He's, you know, I mean, in a way. He's I,
2: still definitely, like, sexist, but whatever. Oh, you, we, you know, we,
1: I, we, right we have to that? talk because I, <laughs> I completely glazed over that I don't even... He... he I don't even know if you... I can't speak on it because I...
2: I mean, I remember when Hillary was vice president mm. and he made a comment about... Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. That was wrong. Well, yeah, he made he a He
1: said something about menstruation mm-hmm. and women being and how, able to take the lead and how it's impossible how because of that. she would
2: go to war because she was like going through menopause on her period yeah, or something. It was
1: something rude as yeah. F-word. F- so, dude, that was that. bogus. And yeah. then just
2: like his... like constant infidelity. Which is like, okay, not my business, but when you make songs about it
1: <laughs> or made put a lot it, of songs about infidelity. Or
2: put it on T V and you're just like, stop embarrassing your wife, bro
1: I see what you're saying. So
2: now. that's my beef with TI. <laughs> Let's not talk but about beef though. I appreciate his his efforts like in the political realm. Yeah. That's great. Um his vocabulary is interesting.
1: I think it's great actually because it may it may my because a lot of people have this perspective of, He reminds
2: me of that guy, sorry to cut you off. you're good. he reminds me of the um in living color skit the oh, tell me, prisoner tell me who's like is I think re- I read books and just like uses these big words out of context
1: yeah that's
2: kind of because yeah, he, he he me he of. sounds
1: like a pimp to me
2: yes he
1: does <laughs> um <laughs> he does though, because, I mean
2: that's that's something twang.
1: but I'm just saying like I mean. In the streets of Chicago, you know, you in the back in the eighties and nineties, there was a lot of them, and they talk. and And, and in the South, especially in Atlanta, you know, yep. they can talk fast, mm-hmm. and they put out these words, and you'll be lost in translation. <laughs> um, they will sound smart, and, and but they have they have he has catchphrases, yeah, and that's what he ha- he has a, an extreme gift of gab, mm-hmm. you know. Um,
2: yeah, charismatic guy. Yeah. But anyway, the song you <laughs> chose. <laughs> let's not get it it. this
1: time yeah okay so let's (laughs) let's, T.I. versus Mm -hmm. T.I.P.
2: which is funny because that's also named one of his later albums isn't it
1: it is yeah and everybody does they don't know that there's a saga with this that Mm -hmm. carries from album to album okay very much like Damien and and DMX you know Mm -hmm. what I mean I think it's a lyrical like when you write a song I think it's I think it's great to Mm -hmm. be able to do like this third person like you know uh, subconscious you know alter ego conversations mm-hmm. you know what i mean and he he goes through this conversation in there and and in his own Lego lingo you know what i mean he's like let me highlight just shouty let me do this you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's not he's not trying to be anybody else but himself so i appreciate this from a hip-hop perspective because he lets everybody know he's like just because i sound like this i'm hip-hop too you know what mm-hmm. i mean so um yeah uh ti versus tip to play like a few just maybe just the first like minute or so. I just wanna let everybody know like how great it was to me because they have this conversation and it's just funny. I it,
5: you? on we talk to you. Hey, a rolling refund for the seat. Huh? But it came a long way shouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where a drink at, But I've been through a whole lot of shit, man. Yeah, man, what you talking about, though, man? How we made it, man. Hey, can it wait, man? And all our life, my nigga, we done thought about what ain't, we wanted to be, man. Hey, coming, dog. You got we to get soft shit I'm finna go. Now, man. man, I'm smoking, man. What you want, man? What's happening? I wanna talk to you, shouting. Why? You should be tripping sometimes. Man, I'm just trying to stay true to what I say in my rhyme. That ain't a doubt in my mind, but you got a loud little line. Huh? You I need to think about your action. Why? You be overreacting. Man. Look at Captain KT. Listen to KP. What about, what Talk JG on, to your mama or DP. Uh, somebody uh, shout man. this shit. you be making me sick. You'll me be you. a motherfucking fool if you blow this uh, lid. Just uh, uh, a uh, chance uh, of a lifetime. Uh, you know this shit. Remember, remember what your man, man told us. Stay focused, man. But they be trying me, shout Niggas me. be trying you how? Ain't let them tell it you was just another guy in the crowd. But they be talking too loud. Man, You be listening too hard. Just pay these niggas no attention they keep fucking they broad i know you harder need, yeah. need
1: niggas you can already can pretty much get the gist of that track i just that's the one i choose from from trap out uh, from trap music and it's the second album and it's better than i'm serious mm-hmm. so since we're talking about you know artists this was my input like i really do like that you know he stayed hip-hop and he kept his lingo and like the way he talks, like you know, in in Atlanta, like there's there's a certain lingo with the tongue. They call it lazy tongue, mm-hmm. and they don't say like the end of the word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so he kept it that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He kept it G, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Moving on. It's <sighs> one of my favorite hip hop groups ever, and this is the Fugees.
2: Yeah, another um, album that I did not know was not their debut album. I always thought the score was their debut album. I
1: know, right? It was not.
2: It was their sophomore. It album. took
1: it 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 took a while for me to know. I didn't know until after I heard the score. Yeah, that it was that was their second album. And Wycliffe actually said something that you know in his lyrics because I literally listen to mi- lyrics all the time. Actually, I come from a kid that learned a lot from hip hop music mm-hmm. and learned how to like I learned how to research things from listening to things I didn't know about and people speak on that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, political hip hop, you know, just saying things and like, oh, me having like the inquisition to say, OK, how do wh- where can I find more information? Right. Um. And when he said we used to be number 10. Now we're coming in one. I'm like, yeah, when were you number 10, bro? This exactly. is like your first album.
2: And I thought he was just speaking of like generally in life. Like now we have a deal. We've come up not knowing that. Like, no, they had an album that didn't do as well. Oh, my God. As the score. At all. At the, all.
1: The score. <sighs> Complex ranked them number 14 yeah in the top 50 um uh and uh, for sophomore albums i personally think they should be a little bit higher um yeah i mean i mean we're talking about if we're talking about which which albums were better than the first Mm -hmm. this is like one of the number like top five or ten that are better absolutely not that it's like ranked as in good but just better than the first Everything. effort.
2: Everything it sold more. It sounded better. Even they themselves said that on their first album, they let the producers have too much control, and they didn't. It didn't really reflect them properly. Right. And you could tell, like the score, they were like, "Nah, this is our album."
1: But this one, Fuji's, I emphatically say, like, man, yeah, I don't even know what what song to play off of it. Yep. Uh, Fuji lies. My favorite song, personally,
2: I do love that song. The way he comes out the gate is it's great.
1: Um. What I liked, what, what actually uh, turned me on to like Fuji Law, made it my favorite, was mm-hmm. seeing, um, watching the Apollo. I was a kid when you know mm-hmm. when this came out, so I was watching the Apollo when it still was a big thing.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and they had Fuji's on there, and um, Lauren Hill came out acapella, mm-hmm. and then she said she was she was rapping something else, and I don't remember what song it was, and then she just, just goes into Fuji, and then she goes, ooh, la, 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 and then mm. she sings it acapella, and the beat hasn't even built yet, yeah. and I'm just like, goosebumps, like, oh my god, this mm-hmm. this is amazing, this woman's amazing, yeah. and then from that point on, I was like, Fuji's like, and then the whole Inya,
2: and saying ready or not, put me on the Inya. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I was like, wow, when I was wondering about where they got that sound from, and then I found Inya, and yeah. I was like,
2: had the same experience like this is wow talk about cross genres i
1: mean because yeah. i was like i can't believe this like, how did like, they
2: find that
1: and that was so fire yeah and and when people hear that in your song a lot of them think of the fugees Definitely. um because it's, the song was so big it's kind of
2: like uh dido and uh thank yeah. you yeah stan eminem stan, stan
1: yeah yeah she's um about that and then um uh the Janet jackson q-tip mm-hmm Joni- Mitchell. Uh, yeah, at
2: least like he shot her out in yeah the song. at least he
1: did because i really love that song yeah that's just on the I, side oh, that's a side tangent it's great, one of my great i love dilla i know <laughs> dude oh I like to sing it. <laughs> dude, don't make me start singing it people
2: but get, yeah the song that we to, chose yeah. from the score is the title track oh um, yeah the score that's yeah a, you know. i mean it was just it's one of those songs where you hear it and you kind of like you can visualize the left right <laughs> I know Marching the left Right formation As he's rapping it And it was just Lauren's verse Was crazy
1: Yeah You know God almighty There's just so much In that song We can't I'm not gonna We're gonna play The whole song But um, I just I I don't know Where to begin On, on the score We just chose I let you actually Choose yeah,
2: it I mean uh killing softly was way too obvious killing softly i didn't
1: and and honestly that was that, that was, was, was very favorites. much of a a pop
2: it was a pop record they
1: i mean they, there's no way they got a lot out of that because mm-hmm. they probably you know had to pay so much for yeah. for the song they completely bit the entire song yeah she so just then, always cover. It was the, a cover It was a cover and then the yeah.
2: instrumental was beneath Applebaum. bomb right so, yeah so, so like, it's <laughs> the it publishing you paid for that with
1: us talking about hip-hop as being like these unique expressions mm-hmm. I think that one's just like, oh, we're doing this to keep the lights on. You know what I mean? Or doing this to like
2: no, not they enjoy it.
1: To, to stretch their arms and connect a little bit more. It's still a you
2: business. Know. You still need to make songs. Amen to will that. Listen to play whenever, you know, to get you a bigger audience. And then, you know, you introduce them to songs like the score. Right.
1: And without further ado, make that happen. Uh, they smile in my face,
0: they my soldiers
6: come settle the score left right, right left right left Time I the score. Yeah, I'm the L, won't you pull it? pull it Straight
3: to the head with the speed of a bullet Cutting niggas off at the meeky Freaky gullet Lyrical sedative, keep niggas meditative Head rushes I give to creative kids and fiends Dreams of euphoria, Aurora, to another galaxy Phalaxy, beat us microphone, but you lift it Lyrically, I'm gifted Burn on it without the roach clipping Hinders, mind bender, pleasure cinder So frequently, your nervous things belong to me Wrongfully to put me down, I receive the full capacity of my smoke Black niggas choke from the fumes that I emote, Oh, we make shit. See, even I feel the mahogany L, natural hallucinogen. Tony Gorge, Dominican, with estrogen dreams. Release blues, yellows, and greens from Brownsville to Queens. To <coughs> it's time to settle the score.
6: <coughs>
5: <coughs> ready or not, refugees taking over. Doesn't mean that we forgot. <coughs> Are we coming in the water? <coughs> that that you won't Soldiers.
6: Right, left,
5: right, left, right. It's time to left, settle the score. Left, left, right, left, right, left.
6: It's time I left
5: the so moving
1: on it's to like UGK thief, no no man, oh, super tight super tight um was what introduced me to UGK mm-hmm. um I had heard songs from you know uh Hard to Swallow uh, they sampled um Tell me something good, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's the name of the song, <laughs> and that's the name of the song, yes,
2: <laughs> but they
1: just they used the hook, and then uh Pimp C just ate up these stories, and there's there's a few stories, and like you said it it still takes us back, and we gotta have we gotta have even further conversation in the future <laughs>
2: like I have taken time where like, I just need a break from hip-hop,
1: yeah, because you it's listen just to it and too
2: much, it, especially like I'm older and said, like you pay more attention to what you're ingesting and you want to protect your energy yes and it's like oh i can't listen to him like calling me all these names because i'm a woman (laughs) like mm -mm.
1: yeah not today Uh uh-huh and the thing is we have to stop arguing with women about their perspective
2: oh my goodness i've had this time with so many men because i i hate the term female Mm. unless it's being used to describe something like don't Refer to a woman as a female because that's not talking about a woman. Refer
1: to her as a woman, exactly. Or if, female... if, if in some cases, can you say like la- I say "lady" a yeah. lot sometimes, but go ahead.
2: Yeah, I feel like female refers to any species.
1: Not female is a is a it is, a, to, is a type.
2: Yeah, it removes humanity. It does, and um, I've had the argument with men like for decades at this point, and they I've had a lot of men who have been like, "Oh, I never thought about that way," but also had some who are just like that's dumb why would you be offended by that like but you are female instead of trying to think about that's, why, that's what stressful.
1: you call a um a, a male entitled perspective right or response that privilege yeah and and no matter how we look at it mm-hmm. there is a male entitled society um and uh in another one of my favorite books by this guy named peppermint it's called playing fair mm-hmm. and um you know men into women mm-hmm. you know uh about men being into women and how this works. It could, I mean, it's a it's a bo- book about polyamory, but it can work for all types of monogamous like people, mm-hmm. or just gender relations in in general. He's like, this is a person, and the the likelihood of your ability to connect with them is rare. Mm-hmm. As a man, for some reason, they feel like, oh, because I can, because I have like something special about me, I can get who any woman I want. Mm-hmm. You can't have always having a connection, right. and men are afraid to have connections sometimes. Mm-hmm. And 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 some of us have to be aware of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And in hip hop, it has become a problem. It was a problem, and it made me cringe in a lot of songs too as mm-hmm. a kid because I have a black pair, black power family, and my mother and my aunts, and they're just all. I just admire them mm-hmm. as people. They happen to be women. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I you know so. No, I, I, I feel you. I just think that um, I want to hear a woman that loves hip-hop's perspective.
2: Mm. This is hard, because when the beat goes hard, you just... <laughs> you and, just and that's like, what you got to hear, too. Yeah, I got to hear that as balance. a man, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, because um, I do hear a lot of women that are like, you know, not going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just want to know. Anyway, so UGK... Um,
2: I love the song that you chose, by the way. cool. I love the
1: beginning of the song, and... Um, and I want you to tell me if it's, if it's, if it's sexy, this po- sexist, this uh part of the verse, he said, hit the corner one more time to see the booty from behind. I think that's great because <laughs> I've done it before. I've turned around and uh, I didn't have a dope car, like he said. <laughs> it's in, clever. In, yeah. And I, and he just like, and I don't think, you know, I, I like where he, you know, uh, um, Where Pimp C comes from, he comes from a really good family. To be Mm. honest, like you know, people have researched his history.
2: Yeah, I started reading his biography, official biography. Yeah, so long. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they go in on him. (laughs) He, I think, it's because he just was he was just like not seen as this person that Mm. really loved people and he loved to see people succeed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was so unapologetic and bold about where he was from and not saying I'm gonna try to be from somewhere else. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and he was also a musician, like he can play. Yeah, For sure. Did. So, anyway, the beginning of front back, side to side. Front
3: Never
5: let ho-ass niggas ride. Front Never let niggas ride. I got a 64 heavy in my yard. Drop top pearl paint job is hard, white plush inside, something robe is fresh. Triple gold, double lace, dating, it's the best. Uh, I got them 16 switches like Drake. Cause where I'm from, nigga, that's what everybody play. BGK 1 on my motherfucking plates. Cause real ass niggas down never come fake. Hit the way this past troyes. I'm dipping by myself, I'm about to call up my boys. I pass up the car, I see some bitches looking fine. I hit the corner one more time to see the bootin' from behind. Got to the corner, hit the switch and made it jump. I got the JBC's and the kicker, so it bumped. Uh, I know you whole ass niggas won't arrive. Ah,
1: <laughs> we're approaching the last part of the show. There's two more artists, okay? Two more, and I promise people. It, you know, it will have it in the show notes. But if you didn't read the show notes, you just listen. I'm telling you, you're in for a treat. Because check it, these the last two right here—they some heavy hitters. <laughs> I mean, and for hip hoppers, for sure. And yeah. I just call us all hip hoppers. I just did. do that. You okay, did. dude. <laughs> I I just said that because I got excited, straight up. <laughs> okay, so all right, so little brother,
2: I feel like Fonte is one of the most talented people like man possibly on the planet yes i've said this before maybe on here i'll say it again i think he is the you only on person <laughs> I'm, not gonna say all that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say all that i have met him before he's very funny <laughs> very very funny very very friendly oh man i um, wish i
1: was there but um <laughs> a pin on a table with you is either
2: because a... we have mutual friends so it was like oh shit you don't know have two cool dang, so
1: yeah because north carolina right mm-hmm. okay but um
2: yeah like he's the only person that can rap and sing equally as well I know. There and is no one else in the genre that can do it. Two
1: thousand six, they have really. I mean, but they were doing it before then. The I foreign think, exchange. Yeah, foreign exchange. Yeah, oh, that's so fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's got a cult following too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and and, and
2: their cult following is like, you know, grown people. With we're grown and sexy. Two kids, maybe good <laughs> jobs. Probably wear business casual to work, <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> or me.
2: I'm saying I'm in that too. I have any kids. I'm I know I'm a full time just... student, but I'm saying like when you think of a foreign exchange fan, that's who you think of. <laughs> the obvious choice would have been "Loving It" because that was the lead single. Oh, "Loving It" was great. I love that. I used to actually. Where is Joe's gotta... Yeah, <laughs> hit us up, Joe's gotta Like
1: <laughs> I used to run to that song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot that happened in my life in 2006, 2007 when I was really listening to this hardcore. Yeah. Um, and um, but we didn't choose that song because it's too obvious. No, we can't choose, we can't,
2: can't stop, sometimes it's the obvious choice, can't stop, won't stop. uh, (laughs) I'm loving it.
1: All right, no, um, (laughs) but that was great, that was very well played.
2: (laughs) I appreciate what you did there.
1: Thank you. Uh, the minstrel show for those who don't know why it was called the minstrel show, uh, quick lesson in black, black history. Mm -hmm. Uh, the minstrels were a, uh, it was white people in blackface. Mm-hmm. Which um, is
2: why blackface is problematic. Don't you do it for Halloween. do do it for anything. And don't be <laughs> a white person
1: asking, like, or, you know, what's wrong with doing blackface if they see somebody doing whiteface. Like, Which
2: never happens, by the way.
1: Right. Except for... White
2: chicks happened, and that was it.
1: Yeah, white chicks and then a few other music videos like Red Mercedes. But, like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's not like... It's not the same history. It's not the same... When your entire culture is represented in a play and as ignorant and and illiterate and uh clumsy and just straight you know dumb when they say, "Oh, they're the minstrels they were a comedy as like more than a satire just like goofy comedy where the these white people were dressed in blackface and so he just you know I just like for him to just go into that you know if you listen to the whole album you'll be they'll teach you. You'll get it. You'll get all of it. So anyway.
2: But the song we chose was All For You.
1: All For You makes me emotional. Yes.
2: Why does it make you emotional? Tell us about it.
1: So my daughter was born in 2007 and the lyrics in this album really bring out his emotions with being a parent and I was going through a lot of that as well. Learning how to be a parent and also just the transition to really adulting in life um and just my experience in trying to be professional in black in america amongst white co-workers and just growing into myself so yeah that's that's why this song really takes me back and makes me emotional that's it
6: Time to face it Sitting in the middle of the basement, holding the jack. I'm anticipating he gon' call me back. Got so much on my mind, ain't no holding it back. In fact, I give a fuck how he gon' react. For my first 19, asking where Lee at. Never seen him in the spots where we be at. For the next couple hours, I sat till the phone rang. No luck or no cigar. So I said to myself, I try tomorrow. Me and Vincent left out, went to shoot some ball. Came back, had a message like this, your Paul. Then I took. To the phone, conversation was raw Shit, I had to let him know that his child was scarred And right now we working through our mess But I had to get some shit off my chest So bear with me, y'all Check it out now Just wanna take
3: the time to let you know Sometimes it's hard to let my feelings show
6: A photograph amazed how I favored you I remember being young, wanting to play with you Cause you was a wild and crazy dude And I would understand why my mama couldn't never stay with you From the roots, to the branch, to the leaves They say apples don't fall far from the trees Used to find it hard to believe and I swore that I would Always hold my family as long as I could But damn, our memories can be so misleading Misery, I hate to see history repeating Thought you were the bad guy But I guess that's why me and my girl Split and my son is leaving I did chores, did bills and did dirt But I swear to God I tried to make That shit work till I came off Tour to an empty house with all the Dresses and the cabinets emptied out I think I must have went insane Thinking I was in love but really In chains, trapped to this girl Through the two year old who carried my name I tried to stop tripping but yo I couldn't And the plot thickened, that shit affected Largely because I know a lot of people want me To fail as a father and the thought of that haunts me Especially when I check my rearview mirror And don't see him in his car seat So the next time it's late at night and I'm laid up with the woman I'm gonna make my wife. Talking about how we gonna make a life. I'm thinking about child support, alimony, visitation rights. Cause that's the only outcome if you can't make it right. Pissed off with your children, feeling the same pain. So, pop, pa, how could I blame you? Cause you could. Same,
1: same time- thing, man. Ooh. Thing. Are, you, are you triggered by these lyrics? <laughs> oh my God. You have no idea. I have so many goosebumps right now, man. <laughs> just the lyrics alone, man. It just it connects with my what I was going through fear-wise and just the transition of just trying to be a parent and you just want to be better and then you try to take from what your parents gave you and leave some on the shelf and take what's good, but you don't know what's good or bad because you ain't never did this thing. Like mm-hmm. ain't no- It's like, you know, it's like life. You know, they give you this car or this machine, which is your body, and then they yeah. don't give you a, a, a... No manual. Oh, no manual. And then you see all these other people just bumping into stuff and running around and doing kinds of crazy stuff, and they're like oh, but this is how you do it right. And you're like, but hold on. <laughs> how can you tell me how to do this right when you just, like, have yeah. dead as yourself? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it's just... It's one of those things. Well, now... We are on the West Coast. West so Coast. So it is
2: only right that we close out with a West Coast legend.
1: No doubt. And this is by the grace of Leslie. She chose this. I... When I, when, when I was contributing to our list... Mm. Um, I skipped Death Certificate, and yeah. while Ice Cube is a god MC,
2: and America's Most Wanted was a fantastic solo right debut,
1: right, and I and I thought that was that was definitely one of my my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's just for Ice Cube, all his music runs together for me. It does. It just he has a theme, and angry black power. And <laughs> but I I'm making dance
2: it. a little bit too.
1: But I love that he has something to say, and he don't Always. care. Yeah, even his newest stuff, like like don't he's called No Bag. Okay, I it's, haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it's just on his newest stuff, and okay. a lot of the kids don't like it because he's like, you know, I don't sell dope, and he gets he goes in. So yeah,
2: he does like family friendly movies now.
1: I know, but this was <laughs> different. I mean, he wasn't holding back cuss words on this song. Yeah. he was like. I speak- mean, he's not Will
2: Smith, but <laughs> I know, you're right.
1: Yeah, he is like Will Smith still in real hip hop. Like yeah. you know, if Will Smith could really like do it, that's like I know they should be really cool because you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Them two that you know. But either way, I like what Ice Cube is doing now. Yeah. Even He didn't he didn't sacrifice anything or go full on Disney with his new album. Mm-hmm. He just spoke from a grown man that wants to see progression. Yeah. And he says it, you know, as raw and rugged as he, as he does. He you always know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the song is Stay nice True
2: to the Game. Cube. Stay true to the game. Stay true to yourself. Stay black. We love you. Funk
0: ass, <laughs> Mark, this <laughs> Fuck ass a A nigga, you love to hate with a new song So what really goes on? Nothing but a come up, But ain't that a bitch They hate to see a young nigga rich But I refuse to switch, even though Cause I can't move to the snow Cause soon as y'all get some dough You wanna put a white bitch on your elbow Moving out your neighborhood But I walk through the ghetto And the flavor's good Little kids jumping on me but you, you want to be white and corn Living way out, nigga go home Spray painted on your house Trying to be white or a Jew But ask yourself, who are they to be equal to? Get the hell out, stop being a Uncle Tom Your little sellout House nigga scum, give something back To the place where you made it from Before you end up broke, fuck around and get your ghetto past revoked I ain't saying no names You know who you are, you little punk Be true to the game When you first start rhyming It started off slow And then you start climbing But it wasn't fast enough, I guess So you get your other style of test. You was hardcore hip-hop Now look at yourself, boy, you done flip flop, Giving our uh, music away to the mainstream Don't you know they ain't down with the team? They just said they boss over Put a bug in your ear And now you're crossed over on MTV But they don't care, they'll have a new nigga next year you yeah, out in the cold, no more white fans And no more soul And you might have a heart attack when you find out the black folks don't want your back. And you know what's worse? You was just like the nigga in the first verse. Stop selling out your race and wipe that stupid ass smile off your face. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Nah, I'ma be brief, be true to the game. Yeah, motherfucker, I see you got your piss. a message to the oreo cook find a mirror and take a look g do you like what you see but you're quick to point the finger at me you want to be the